Welcome to The 8 Billion Project, where we're on a mission to make an impact by discovering and sharing the purpose of every person on this planet. I'm your host, Lisa Florida. Enjoy today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The 8 Billion Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Florida. And today we've got a special guest, Greg Rowlett, who is an Emmy award-winning producer, best-selling author and media expert who works with experts, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs all over the world. Rolette is the founder of Ambitious.com, a leading online educational platform for entrepreneurs, and is the host of the online TV show, The Ambitious Life. Welcome, Greg, to 8 Billion. How are you doing today? I am doing amazing. Thank you for having me. This is going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Actually, the first question, I'm just going to roll right into it. Let's the do first- it, yeah. First question I wanted to ask you is, so how is, um, how is it going as you being a, a rap artist? <laughs> uh, these days, I'm more of like a retired rap artist who comes out of retirement like once or twice a year. Um, uh, we used to, prior to this whole world being weird this year, uh, we held an annual event every year in Hollywood where we had two, 300 of our top clients come out. And on the final night, we would throw an award show and we'd have a band come and all that. And I would get up after the award show, after we've had a couple tequilas and uh, perform for all my clients every year. And uh, so it, it's fun to still be able to, to do it, you know, it's, but I say it's not quite like riding a bike, um, you know, <laughs> like you got to keep practicing to keep the skills up. Absolutely. Well, you know who you want to thank for that first question? <laughs> that was actually Brandon. Brandon goes, hey, why don't you ask him how he's Brandon. doing? But you know what's interesting, though? I did watch the Ambitious Adventures episode of Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say, I think we like did a freestyle competition in, in lacrosse. Right? Yeah. Like, they like put me into this open mic thing. And, you know, when the camera's on, you just you got to do what they tell you to do, right? Yeah, exactly. So with that, uh, Ambitious Adventures, you are on season one or season two right now? Yeah, so we did season one. Uh, Brandon and I did it together. Um, I I know you've done some stuff with Brandon before. And we are uh, in talks now to do season two, which the flip for that, season one, Brandon and I went all over the country finding entrepreneurs doing cool things. Um, Season two, the flip on it is going to be entrepreneurs coming to us in Orlando and me showing them how cool Orlando is um, and and having adventures here. So we've got a really cool uh, one where one day we're going to try to be the green arrow. Um, we're going to go shoot archery into American Ninja Warrior and uh, dress up and go to like a black tie gala, like all kinds of stuff. But we're going to we're going to make entrepreneurs come to Orlando instead of me traveling around the world. My wife likes that a lot better. So I'm not away yeah. from your kids for, <laughs> for weeks at a time. But uh, yeah, we got some really cool stuff. There's we got like a float plane tour episode that we're working on now where there's a plane that goes to all these different lakes in central Florida. And it, and it's just a float plane. So it only sits four people and it goes from bar to bar to bar to bar on these like lakes. And it's, it's really cool. And so uh, we're talking with like a whole bunch of really cool people to come in for that. So that will be season two uh, when, when we get that rolling. And so for anyone who hasn't, hasn't actually seen ambitious adventures, what was the whole premise and uh, the storyline behind it or the mission behind it? Yeah, the, the, the premise was um, very similar to like your podcast is like there are so many cool stories out in the world that if people just knew those stories, it would it would give them hope. It would open their eyes up to possibility. It would show them how much, you know, 
how much cool stuff is happening in the world. We're bombarded with obviously negativity, the negative news networks and, and, and all of that. So what we wanted to do was go and find entrepreneurs, especially younger entrepreneurs who were doing cool things at a young age to say like, look, you can do this right now. Like there's, there's no reason for you to, to wait for something to happen. Um, and show showcase places, obviously like, uh, Hollywood, California with like Lewis house and Jake Paul and just some really cool entrepreneurs, but also like, like you said, lacrosse, like when you think of entrepreneurial hotbeds, like lacrosse isn't at the top of most people's lists, right? right? right. Either is like Des Moines, Iowa, but it doesn't mean that cool things aren't happening there. And I think a lot of people, well, I don't live in New York. I don't live in Chicago. I don't live in LA. I don't live in Austin. So I can't do it. And that's such a, a negative mindset to have is like, you have a computer, right? Like you have a phone, right? Like you have Zoom, right? Yeah. And so, you know, you, you can go to Alibaba, which is, you know, a, a Chinese company and get products made. You can like, the, the internet has opened up any location to be a hotspot. And so we wanted to showcase that in, in the show. And uh, we have uh, five episodes in season one which uh, you can see on entrepreneur.com as well as uh, uh, Amazon Prime are the two places that you can check that, that, that first season out. Yeah, no, that was amazing, actually. When I watched the lacrosse Wisconsin with, and what was really neat was after each of the, the, the stories you featured, you did a synopsis of exactly what it was and how they contributed to, to a community. And I know that's a big part of what you're saying, other than just telling the story. A lot of these business owners were of great contribution to their communities. And how did you, how did you identify them and you know, know that they were of contribution? What was that like, trying to go into each city yeah. and do that? You know, some of it was really organic, like meaning we already had connections and, and boots on the ground. So like Brandon, uh, you know, lived in Des Moines, Iowa. And so he knew some of the boots on the ground, things that were happening there because he started his first company, Arctic Stick there. And so that was a really, really cool place for us to start. And he, you know, reached out to his network and built stuff in lacrosse. Neither one of us knew anyone from lacrosse. And um, when we, when we, when we started putting together the ideas for Ambitious Adventures, we launched it as a crowdfunding project on Kickstarter to help raise some of the money to go and do the production. And uh, someone from lacrosse, Andrew Landre, reached out to us and sponsored an episode through one of his organizations in lacrosse and brought us there. And he introduced us to, he's like, man, I got to tell you what's happening here in lacrosse. And I really want to spotlight it. And he was interested in bringing his organization into it. Cause he's like, I want lacrosse to be seen with the Hollywoods of the world, with the, you know, with the St. Petersburg, Florida's of the world, with the Orlando's of the world. Like I want them to be on, you know, they see an episode with Lewis Howes and Jack Canfield from chicken soup for the soul. And I want them to see lacrosse right next to it. And so it was really cool to see other people buying into our mission and saying, I want our story told within your story. And so um, it was really cool to, some were organic, some were, you know, people that wanted to be a part of the project. And then, uh, you know, I tell people this all the time, like with like Lewis, uh, so Lewis Howe, School of Greatness, um, you know, New York Times bestselling author, you know, one of the bigger names in the show. Um, you know, Brandon and I both kind of knew him, you know, we're, we're email friendly. Um, but we kind of bribed him. We bought a bunch of tickets to his event and we said, Hey, if we buy a bunch of tickets to your event and give them away as giveaways, would you be on, on the show? And so, you know, we right. had to play in, in that regard. So lots of different ways that we got the guests and, and found the locations. 
No, and that, you know, and that's interesting, actually, as I do more work with like Brandon, that's what he's saying, you know, there are some, they're going to, they're going to be some relationships that are organic. And then mm-hmm. there are some, you're really going to be knocking on the doors or you're going to be buying things or you're going to, and it all, it all just kind of comes together. It's true. And I'm seeing it happen in, in, in my life in terms of like purpose and mission for 8 billion. Like there are yeah. some things where I just go and there's some great stories to tell. And then there's masterminds where you meet amazing people of like high profile. And so you just kind of all put that in the mix and then you just work with what you got. But um, I did notice one of your posts. So I, you know, cause I follow you on Instagram. You were saying that, you know, you accomplish a lot in one day than some people accomplish in a week. <laughs> So could you take us through like what a day looks like for you? So then people would understand what that's like. Yeah. So uh, I'll take through like a a typical Monday. We're not recording this on a Monday, but like, so Monday morning, so Monday morning starts Sunday night, right? I think that's a big thing for a lot of people is setting your intentions and what outcomes do you need to produce over the course of the week? I, I do believe that most people go into their week going, all right, cool. It's Monday. What now? Right. And that's, that's not really setting yourself up to succeed. So what are your outcomes, your targets, your objectives for the week? Is it, is it sales? Is it content? Is it whatever it is? And so Sunday night starts that for me. Like, what do we need to do going into this week? We need to make X number of sales. We need to bring in this kind of revenue we need to create. And then what do we need to to produce in order to hit that outcome? So uh, this week is a great, uh, great example. It's our launch week for ambitious edge, which is a new supplement line that we're launching. And so the goal is a thousand units in just about 40 days. So from November 20th to December 31st, we want to move. Like this, Um, we need our sales videos. We need our up like everything. And then uh, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, then I'm going to jump into a, a sales meeting or I'm going to write an email and then I'm going to write a, a blog post. And so I do the opposite. I go into Monday morning and I spend from 9am to about noon creating dozens, if not hundreds of pieces of content in a short three hour window that can then be used throughout the week or throughout the month. And that's how I get more done in, in one day. So I'll come in and I'll do a Facebook live for my coaching members. And in that Facebook live, I'll intentionally do something like, all right, I'm going to talk to you guys about five ways to profit with video, like whatever. Now those become five individual videos that we put out um, on Instagram, on Facebook uh, as ads. Um, So while I'm creating one piece of content, I'm now going to repurpose that into five more pieces of content. I'll go in and they'll ask me questions and then I'll reframe those questions as uh, short one minute Q&A answers that I can put out to, to other things. Um, I'll write my email copy for the week. So I'll write five, six emails to go out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, doing that one activity, put your brain in that creative spot to get more done. And so that, and so nine to noon, like that's like a morning, right? So you're talking 20, 30 videos, 40 videos, plus content, plus emails all in one morning. Then you get into your afternoon and you're knocking out your sales calls, your, your, your grunt work, if you will, the stuff that has to get done. And so setting up your week and then setting up your day, I think for wins in the beginning is really important. Um, so another thing that I like to do early in the week that allows me to be more, more productive and get more done is I stack my Mondays with easy wins. So like the coaching calls, creating the content, like that creates momentum, like, cool, I already got more done by noon, then 
most other people are going to get done. But then in the afternoon, I might stack an easy sales call, someone who it's maybe their second or third call, and I'm about to close that deal. So on Monday, I close a big sale. Well, going into Tuesday, then you're like, man, I already created 30 videos and I closed a big deal. And like, so it creates momentum through your week. And I think that's big for people is they wait till Thursday, they wait till Friday, and then they go to the weekend and that momentum disappears. Create that momentum on like a Monday, then you roll into Tuesday and it just starts to snowball. And now you end Friday having exhausted all of your, your mental resources, your physical resources, and you left it all in the field. Like I'm a, I'm a baseball coach with the kids and I tell them all the time, leave it all on the field. <laughs> like don't, don't go home and tell your mom that you wish you dove for that ball or you wish you ran harder, leave it all on the field. And I think as entrepreneurs, when we get to Friday, we should be exhausted. Because we Absolutely. just, we put everything into our week and then we can enjoy, at least for me, like I do take weekends off. I have three kids, three boys. I love spending time with them. They go to like, we operate on a Monday to Friday schedule because they have school and sports activities and things. So I take weekends off, but I can do that because I built so much momentum throughout the week. Does that make sense? Yes, it absolutely makes sense. And is that before you take edge or after? <laughs> is this before? <laughs> uh. <laughs> is this you before edge or after edge? <laughs> <laughs> so this is me. Uh, so today, so, uh, so today uh, we're recording this, I believe, I think it's a Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. I, um, so since we started getting the kids back to school, obviously we live in a weird time, but the kids go back to school now and I have a, I have a two-year-old. So I take the kids to school and today I took my wife on a date this morning Aww. and uh, we went to a local, little local coffee shop. So I'm on like I don't know, six shots of espresso today. So, you know, but this is, but what's, what's crazy is I could be on no espresso and this is as fast as I talk. So, you know. I know, it's just like you and Brandon are like at light speed. I'm like, hang on everyone. It's true. I was like literally catapulted everything that I've done in one, like three weeks. And yeah. well, I also think that energy is contagious, right? Like if yeah. I came on your show and I was like, all right, Liza, like, you know, we could do this or we could, you know, like that, that doesn't get anyone excited. Now you don't have to be me. You don't have to be Brandon. People don't have to be you, but energy is contagious. And if yes. you come into the room, you know, like a bolt of lightning, it's going to, everybody else around you is going to feed off of that energy. And so the way that you carry yourself and bring yourself into a situation, it helped. Like I can see like when I'm starting to, uh, we're doing this on video. I don't know if people are listening to the audio or the video of this, but like I can see your face light up and like do like different like facial expressions. Yeah. It's because of the energy, you know, that, that, that is brought in and not to be like woo woo or anything like that. But like, the people who are on stages, who are commanding people's attention, who are, mm -hmm. there's energy within that. And Absolutely. so your energy transfers. So bring the energy and you'll get other people to raise up to that level with you. No, you're absolutely right. And I learned that a lot this year. Like everyone has high energy. It's how, how much could you sustain it? And then yes. when you are amongst other people that have high energy, the likelihood is you'll stay there because when you drop to a lower dense area, it's like, uh, and then it's, it takes longer to get out of there. So that's yeah. what I've been sharing with a lot of my friends is I do a lot of this work when you're in, you know, when you're amongst, uh, other people with such high energy, like you'll sustain it. And it's just uh, being able to do that. And then you'll start attracting more people that are in that energetic field. So that's amazing. Um, so as far as edge goes, you know, I was reading the ingredients on it. Could you tell me a little bit more? I was curious about the super mushroom. Yeah. So, uh, you get it's a not lot the of, kind of mushroom. Yeah, tell me morning. about the mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. It's not a psychedelic mushroom. It's not the thing that you, you don't go to South America and find a shaman and, you know, 
you know, wake up with, you know, some, some crazy dreams. Um, but it's, it's, so mushrooms are really cool. They really are a superfood. And growing up my whole life, I like, I hated mushrooms in food. Right. So like, I would never get like a burger with like mushrooms and like, for whatever reason, like the texture, but as you learn more about mushrooms, like these are really, really cool plants that are grown all throughout the world and in, and in different ways. And so one of the ones that I've been studying for and taking personally for the last five years is one called lion's mane. Uh, and it gets the name because it actually grows and looks like a lion's mane. So instead of having just like a spore at the top, it actually looks like individual little, uh, you know, like, like hairs, you know, uh, yes. from, from like a lion's mane. And what I've found personally from, from taking this is I like to say that it, it wakes up your brain. Right. And so most people go throughout their day, they're taking caffeine, they're, they're doing their coffee, they're doing their energy drinks, they're getting their double frappe, but it's sugar based. Right. And so we're getting a lot of that caffeine from sugars um, or from unnatural sources. And so what lion's mane does is it kicks in the energy, the mental uh, performance enhancing ability of your brain, but it doesn't in an all natural way. Cause it's like a, a mushroom that like someone picked and then ground and then put it right. as, as an ingredient. <laughs> uh, and I found out, like I said, that it, it wakes up my brain. So uh, I started taking it initially and putting it in my coffee in the morning and it like supercharged my coffee. So I still do coffee in the morning. And then about 10 AM I take edge, which is the new supplement that, that, that we're launching. And what I found that it does is it complements the caffeine that's in the coffee and it makes my brain just perform like, there's days you just get on the computer and you open it up. And I mean, you, I'm sure you've been there. I'm there all the time. It's mm -hmm. like, you just start getting lost. You click on an email, you're doing a link. And then all of a sudden, like an hour went by and you're like, Whoa, well, I just did nothing. Right. Right. Um, and the ability to focus today, especially as an entrepreneur, as someone who, who makes a living online, or even if your job just has you on front of the computer, your ability to focus on things that matter on being able to lock in on a task. You know, if you want to write a book, um, you got to spend time, you know, actually banging on the keys and having those thoughts and going down those rabbit holes to write and not be distracted. If you're working on a podcast, if you're doing research, like you did to like bring to this interview, like right. you have to be locked in and in the zone. And lion's mane is one of those ingredients that helps bring you and rein you back in so that you can focus on important tasks. Now you can also focus on distractions. Um, and yes. I found that to be <laughs> Something that uh, is, is a big thing for me going back to like setting my weekly outcomes and objectives. I work much better when I have 40 things going on in one day. If I'm like today, all I have to do today is like write an email sequence or something like something that in my head is like super easy. I get so distracted and then it's like 4.55 and I'm like, oh God, I have five minutes left in my day. So whatever we focus on, you know, is really important in our days. And yes. so having a little bit of an edge, pun intended, um, helps you to rein in on fo and focus on the things that actually matter to you, that make a difference in your bottom line, because it flicks that switch on in your brain that goes, you know what, like you wanted this, why don't we spend our energy and our mental load for the day focusing on things that matter as opposed to the things that don't. And I know I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole there, but that's that's what excites me about, about all of this is that I genuinely believe that people want to do good things, but it's distraction that takes them away from it, that it is um, other people's opinions of what they should be doing that takes them away from it, that it is they're waiting for permission for someone to come and tell them and it's okay, rather than saying, you know what, 
I want to help impact 8 billion people. And I'm going to do whatever it takes today to do that. I want to write this book. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to do that. And sometimes in order to do that, we do need a little bit of an edge. We need to prepare ourselves, our body and our brain to put ourselves in a position where we can do those things that are seemingly like impossible, right? Like I, I know your mission is huge. Like, you know, your, your show is like about 8 billion people. That's a lot <laughs> of freaking people, right? Like that's not a small ambition. And if you're getting distracted and going down rabbit holes every 30 seconds, or if you're doing tasks that don't help you to reach more people, that's not serving your mission. That's not right. serving your calling. That's not. And so if you can give yourself an edge so that every minute that you spend in front of the computer, talking to someone, making that connection, uh, working on the deep work mm -hmm. helps you get one step closer to your mission. Like we want every edge that we can get. And that's why we, we developed the product is to give people like you, um, you know, a, a, a way to, to have that edge so that you can get closer to realizing your dreams, your goals, and your ambitions. No, that's amazing. I'm going to order 10 canisters right now, please. <laughs> no, I, well, I I'm actually very curious. No, I really, I really want to try it. I'm actually, I was reading the ingredients and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, even for me on my profession, I do real estate, but my mission yeah. is big because this has to, it affects everyone globally. Right. And so I'm having, when you, I have issues with like real estate transactions, sometimes what I was saying, right, is the energy is so dense down there yeah. and I have to learn to compartmentalize it. And it's okay. It doesn't mean I'm pushing it off to the side. It's like, I can't spend eight hours dwelling over issues on that. So to right now, right. if I can't work on it, push it to the side and start using my energy towards more purposeful things like having these, these stories being told and sharing yeah. these and then eventually repurposing each of these clips and getting them out there. See, I learned something, Greg. <laughs> you did, you did. Well, so you said something really key there is that when you have these things that are draining your cognitive load, like a, a big real estate thing that's like going squirrely, right? And yeah. you just can't give negative energy to that right now by going out and being creative and doing a podcast or doing work that that fuels you up it also lets your brain kind of reset so when you go back to that other problem you have new ways of looking at it you've allowed your subconscious brain to to work on it like without you and so when you go back to that mundane task or that problem or that issue you you're coming to it with a, a new, like a reframe almost of like, all right, now I'm re-energized. Now let me tackle this problem. Now let me go at it. And so that, yeah. I think that's so important for people is we try to just, you know, ram our heads like through a task that we shouldn't, we should go find something. And that could be like, for you, I know you have a big mission or purpose for other people, go for a walk, uh, you know, go to the gym, go eat something good, go. I'm a big person uh, in, in being creative, go create something. Like we were yeah. put on this earth to create things. So go create something, give yourself that energy, then come back to that that problem that's been giving you a headache for, you know, a really, really long time. Yeah, no, really. And that's even before I even started the podcast, that's what I was telling people, like even on my, on IG stories, I was like, yeah. this is a time of creativity guys. Yes. Like this is where creativity matters now all, all, all the more, especially because it's going to make you happier. It puts you in a better place. And you're right. You're more inclined to be able to solving problems better when you are in a better state. So 100%. I'm so glad because this is so, this has so many messages that I could, you know, repurpose.
purpose and put it out there like 20 times. Exactly. But- and and let me talk, let's spend like 30 seconds digressing on. So our, our mission right now is helping people to perform at their peak so they can produce legendary work and profit in a way that allows them to live their ambitious life. And so the produce part is just another word of saying being creative. And I believe that as humans, we were put here to produce things and to create things. Now, That doesn't mean that you need to create podcasts or you need to create Instagram stories or go live on Facebook. For some people, totally. That could mean creating an amazing meal for your, for yourself or for your family. That could mean, you know, creating a new product or a new program or a new service for your business that helps it to go. But like you should be producing and creating things on a daily basis. That's what gives you life. Like that could be producing a garden in your backyard or creating something like beautiful. That could be, uh, you know, producing something with your children. Like you again, find what lights you up and makes you happy. It's not about what I care about. It's not about what you care about. It's about what us as individuals, like what lights us up? What sets us on fire? How can we make the time? We're never going to find the time. How do we make the time to put that into our schedule? What I'm a, I'm a big believer of what gets scheduled gets done. And so there's an amazing book by, by my mentor, his name's Craig Ballantyne called the perfect week formula. And the essence of the book in 30 seconds is that you spend your, you, you, you spend your Sundays planning out your week by putting in the things that you want to do first and then filling it in with work. Most people do it the opposite way. They fill it, they fill in their week with meetings and appointments and zooms and whatever it is. And then whatever time is left over, that's when they have date night. That's when they have time to spend with their kids. And so I do the opposite. You know, I say, all right, I'm, I, I need to go to the gym three days. Boom, put it in the calendar, put that in first so that nothing else, no one else can book a call during that time because it's already blocked off. Here's date night. Here's, like I said this morning, I went on date day with my wife and we had coffee that was on the calendar. So guess what? No one can book an appointment. No one can book a meeting. No one can steal that time mm-hmm. for me. And so if so going back to creativity and, and producing things, put time on your calendar to draw, put time on your calendar to think, put time on your calendar to go for that walk. And guess what? If it's actually on your calendar, you have a really good chance of doing it. But if you're like, ah, I got to find 10 minutes today to be creative or to, you know what you're not going to do? You're not going to be creative because it's going to get blocked up with scrolling on your phone or farting around on the internet or, or whatever it is that you do. So what gets scheduled gets done. So you know, if you have to schedule time to play with your kids, schedule that time. Like that doesn't make you a bad parent. I think that makes you a good parent because you're actually going to be present with your kids on that time that you scheduled with them. So, you know, make the time for the things that matter. No, that's amazing that you said that. Cause that's what I do. I, I was like, cause I, I know like, especially being high energy people, I know I have to make, I have to always fill my cup. Cause if I don't fill it, I can't, I can't be of any service to anyone else. Yep. So I always go to the beach early in the morning. I meditate. And then, and then I, you know, I set my podcasts, uh, appointments, but everything else gets filled in in between. And that's my profession. So it's yeah. weird. I'm so cool that it's so cool that you brought that up because I'm all like, wow, I'm on the right path. <laughs> yeah, And I am, I'm happier than I've ever been in my whole entire life because one, I'm being of service to others. I love what I do. Yes. Sometimes some real estate transactions, like many of them have, have issues, but because I'm in a happier state, I'm more inclined to being able to handle these issues much better and, and actually giving creative results. So that's really cool that you brought that up. Thank you. I've, I've got to actually check that book out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Well, you know what? What I really want to ask you though, Greg, is 
you know, not very many entrepreneurs, um, you know, they're, they're such high level, like producing in terms of business. What for you has been, was it, was it a certain moment in your life that you had um, either a realization that it was more about the community? And from there, when you give, it comes back. Was it, was it a series of events or was it a time in your life that you had an experience like that? Um, so I'll talk about like, so recent pandemic world, right? Like we, we lost a, a very, very large percentage of our business almost immediately when the, the shutdowns happened and the whole, the whole COVID thing. And we had to really figure out like what it is that we were going to do. Um, and immediately the conversation goes to, well, how, what am I going to do? Like what? And it, it becomes a me focused conversation. Like, how am I going to make it work? How am I going to? And I went back to a, a principle that, that I've, lived by, which is that my ambition needs to be bigger than my ego, right? My, my vision needs to be bigger than my ego. And in order to do that, it's about service to others. And so whenever I'm having like that bad rainy day, life is going in a, in a terrible direction. The one thing that I focus on is who can I help today? Because if I can help one other person, you know, overcome a challenge in their business or in their life or in their performance or whatever it is, that brings me up gives me more life. And now I'm able to go and be creative or produce or, or whatever the case is. And so when the whole pandemic thing was, was going on and we were in that place, we had to establish a brand new mission. And the mission yeah. wasn't about how we can sell tens of thousands of products and how we can create, like it was, no, what, how can we be of service to the marketplace? What, what is the market dying for right now that we can come in and, and really save them, help them improve their life, improve their business and do, and do all these things. And we put the market first, not us first. And we didn't, you know, we, uh, this is a mistake that I see entrepreneurs make all the time is they create the product that they wanted to make instead of focusing on a, on a pocket of people, a group of people and figuring out what do they, you know, what were they struggling with? What do they need? What help, what help, how can I add value to them? How can I make their life better? And then let's create the product that serves that mission, that solves that problem, as opposed to, I want to write this book because I want to write it. I want to create this product because I think it's good. Like, no, create it because your marketplace needs it. And, and that's big for us all the time is like, how can I be of service? To, like, what's the big problem? What's, what are, where are people suffering right now that I can come in and add my unique abilities, my talents to, and, and help them? And so that's just a huge thing is putting your ego aside. It's not about me. It's about other people. Um, when I teach people how to get on video, uh, a lot of times they're like, well, I'm scared or I don't want to do video or I, and, and you notice everything I say is I, I don't right. want to do this. I don't like the way that I look. I don't, I don't like the, my voice. I don't, that's all about you. Your market doesn't care what your voice sounds like. Your market right. doesn't care that you got three hairs that are out of like your, what you need to focus on is the audience. Right. How yes. can you in this 30 second video, two minute video, 10 minute video, Facebook live, how can I help the audience? Yeah. And if you help the audience, they don't care about any of those other things. Right. And and so if they did, then Howard Stern wouldn't be like the most, you know, the, one of the, the the richest like media guys of all time. He's not a pleasure to look at. Right. Like, like, you know, and, and I'm not taking anything away from him, but he built the audience because he cared about like he brought shock radio to the audience. They came in yeah. for the programming, not because they love looking at his curls and his glasses and, you know, and so focus on the audience, not on you. And really, really good things start to happen. And you start opening up 
because your ego starts to disappear. And now you're willing to do that Facebook live. You're willing to do that podcast. You're willing to create that product. You're willing to put yourself out there because it's no longer about you. It's about the mission. Yes. You're, you know what you, this is so crazy because everything you talk about is everything I experienced. I had no clue I was going to be on live stream or even podcasting. And then every time I got on before I would pray and then I would say, and then I would just have this realization. It was like, it's not for you, Lisa. And then when I, when I hit record, everything just started flowing out because you yeah. stop thinking about what you're going to look like in a, in front of other people's eyes. And you start focusing on the message and bringing value. And that's where everything turns around. Gosh, this has been amazing. But oh my gosh, thank you so much. I know, well, I know you've got a super productive day ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, I've, I've been sharing actually um, your, the edge with some friends. I've been forwarding some of the posts on, uh, that you have on Instagram. But oh, very cool. Yes, if there's, uh, how, is there any way that if anyone, anyone in the audience is listening, if they're curious to, to get it, uh, how they can find it or... Yeah, they uh, right now you can just go to ambitious.com um, and you can learn all about it there. Uh, you know, lots of videos, lots of different things to, to learn about the product and they can order it and uh, I'd love for them to try it. It would be amazing. Um, and we also have some other cool stuff. So again, I, I talked about earlier, we help people to perform at their peak, to produce legendary work and to profit. And so uh, we have Edge, which lives on the performance side. We have our video planner, which helps people to, uh, again, focus on creating their message and getting videos out into the world. That's more on the on the on the produce side. And then we have also courses, trainings, coaching, all kinds of other things on the profit side as well. So, uh, and that's all at ambitious.com. Wow. So you've got, you, you've got your, <laughs> you've got a lot ahead of you. Well, we've got to round out the year and then it's super busy, but you look like you're going to have a great 2021. So thank you so much for actually coming on the show. And again, in the future, you're more than welcome to use this as a platform to get your message out, but I'm really excited to share this with the audience. So thank you, Greg Rowlett, for actually coming on 8 Billion and uh, best of luck to you for the, from now and until the coming years. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If it's moved you in any way, please review and share your thoughts or text me your thoughts at 949-247-2800.